This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. Increased complexity and the pace of change within operating environments is steering the creation of a new category of leaders, those with transformational skills and capabilities. According to Dr. Jonathan Trevor, research among leading companies and executive education has thrown up a common denominator. This is the purposeful and significant investment made into developing transformational leadership capable of managing the demands for both continued efficiency and change. This emerging talent, he insists, is a direct response to the rise in network-based organisations and represents a step away from traditional forms of organising and traditional forms of work. Transformational leadership is, I think, an emerging category of talent, of employment within organisations that is a direct response to the emergence of network-based organisation, which is to say a move away from traditional forms of organising and traditional forms of work which are largely centred around performance and performance in role to this transformational role, which is actually focused less on performance and more on change. And so that's really what transformation leadership is for me. It's actually about building capability for change, sustained change, within our organisations in response to a changing environment. You write that transformation requires the ability to operate pan-organisationally and to take a long-term view whilst balancing urgent short-term priorities. That requires a special sort of person, doesn't it? I do. I, I think transformational leadership is not necessarily a new concept. What's different is that actually we're seeing uh, transformational leaders as uh, not simply the few in the organisation, particularly at the top of the organisation in terms of hierarchy, but actually increasingly many more spread throughout the organisation. And that's where this focus on the pan-organisational nature of the role becomes extremely important. Uh, in terms of the work that we've done, we, we identify with organisations that seek to develop uh, leadership capability both up and down and across the organisation, often geared around informal networks, but that are highly connected and can connect with each other in order to actually uh, lead a, a very uh, profound transformation or, or shift in the nature of the organisation to ensure that it's better fit for purpose. So even in today's flatter less hierarchical structures within organisations, they, they are able to move around quite comfortably. Absolutely, and, and that's what we would expect of transformational leaders. Um, in a sense, uh, part of their value is that they have expertise, and, and indeed that is part of the knowledge-based organisation in the knowledge economy, all of which is fit for purpose and grist to the mill in the information age. Uh, but at the same time, they also have to have uh, sufficient generalist knowledge in order to be able to connect with different parts of the business and indeed with each other um, as designated transformational leaders. So uh, again, this is very much um, shifting the focus away from our traditional conceptions of leadership, which see the role and capacity of, for change to be purely the, the gift of those at the top, to actually saying it's something that is actually an organisational capability and it's spread throughout the organisation um, and uh, uh, what it requires is individuals' talent who are highly connected, highly entrepreneurial, but at the same time also to, able to exercise a sound judgment in order to balance the risks between change on the one hand and uh, efficiency and stability on the other. Are these the easily recognisable characteristics that you're looking for, highly connected and, and entrepreneurial? I think so. And for sure, you know, we need to be clear that these are characteristics which I think are endemic within work, full stop, moving forward. We are only going to expect all of our employees to be more highly connected. We are only going to expect to be more uh, knowledgeable about the risks and the, the environments in which they are operating. But for me, there's a very clear distinction between, uh, in a sense, broadly, perhaps simplistically, uh, two categories of uh, talent within organisations going forward. 
performers on the one hand and transformers on the other. And for me, performers are all about uh, executing uh, as well as might be possible, uh, given the circumstances of the business, uh, against set targets, against uh, a particular known field or a field in which we, we, we wish to maximise uh, uh, the, the strategic advantage of the organisation. Uh, transformers are something else. They are actually not so much focused on performance maximisation. They're actually focused on how do you change the organisation whilst maintaining levels of performance. So one of the key aspects here is, is actually for, the, for transformers, and transformational leadership is balancing the trade-off between change on the one hand um, and stability on the other, between innovation and efficiency. And that's a very hard balancing act to achieve. These transformers will expect a great deal of the organisation that employs them. And conversely, the organisation that employs them will expect a great deal of them. Indeed, and they should. I mean, th these are highly talented individuals, more than that, highly talented groups. Um, and interestingly, with, within the organisation, all of the traditional drivers for engaging uh, uh, talent in, uh, you know, that we've relied upon in the past, pay, uh, highly leveraged incentives, various other things actually probably will work, be less effective for our transformers and transformational leadership capability going forward. It's actually much more about the ability to influence, it's much more about impact. Actually fundamentally key to the proposition for employing these individuals, these groups, is the opportunity to make a difference. Not all organisations will be able to step onto that transformational road, will they? Is there a checklist that, that you can provide them with and say, yes, that's what we can do, or no, we don't want to do that? Well, I think it's a great question. The reality is that not every organisation uh, should uh, develop transformational capability. Not every organisation needs them. Um, certainly if you are producing a uh, product which is simple and standardised, it probably is, is still the imperative for uh, performance maximisation in the way that it always has been in the past, uh, characteristic of bureaucratic organisation. And by bureaucratic organisation, I don't mean efficiency, I mean quite the opposite. The model of organisation that it gives you the ability to, uh, in some sense, control and predict supply relative to predictable demand, as much as we can know these things. But for other organisations, particularly those who are emerging uh, much more or, or seeking to differentiate themselves much more away from the traditional model of organisation than transformational leadership capability and indeed the organisational capability to manage uh, and balance on the one hand performance against change in, in our ever-changing environment it, it will be key going forward uh, so so I think that's absolutely right I mean the ultimate answer is it depends uh, but increasingly for for I think many organisations going forward uh, developing transformational leadership capability isn't merely an option it's actually a, necess a necessity. Your conclusion is that the development of transformational leaders will lead to the development of a transformational culture which will transcend the individuals concerned. I, I think for me at the heart of this, and not wanting to get too philosophical, but at the heart of this is the trade-off between the individual and collective endeavour. And too much in business at the moment we focus on uh, individual enterprise, uh, whether it's the fortunes uh, derived from the strong leader at the top, the Steve Jobs, um, we, we perceive Steve Jobs as being a very positive story. Perhaps we perceive George Entwistle, the former, uh, until recently, Director General of the BBC, as being a negative story. But what they have in common is essentially we're holding an individual to account for the fortunes of the organisation, even though that individual probably, I mean necessarily, could have had very little personal direct control over what happened. So those at the top of our organisations currently are accountable without necessarily being responsible. And that's a very interesting dynamic. Uh, and for me, transformational leadership is going beyond the individual to say, actually, how do we become more effective communities as organisations? How do we generate a more conscious and proactive and cohesive community as an organisation that itself has a degree of consciousness or collective wisdom, the wisdom of the crowd? And, and how are we able to then benefit from that in terms of the decisions we make? 
All of this is extremely important because actually the operating environment in the public, private or indeed the not-for-profit sector is only becoming more complex. And so necessarily we need to rely upon the wisdom of this, these community-based uh, networks, community-based working in order to survive in that complex environment as opposed to purely putting our fortunes in the hands of the few individuals at the top of the organisation, no matter how miraculous or otherwise they might be. Jonathan Trevor, thank you very much. This programme was produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series.